Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are replaying an episode where we give you some ideas and suggestions of places you can visit with your family this summer. It was a fun episode, and we hope you enjoy it. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing math curriculum, and we'd encourage you to check them out. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, everybody. Uh, you might wonder as you're looking on the screen, maybe I said this last week, why I look so dark on the screen. Uh, I've got these LED lights in our family man barn, and they're supposed to last for like ever. And uh, <laughs> they've not even lasted three years. And one by one, they're going out. So I don't know. It's a scam about this 50,000 50, hour lifetime thing. So anyway, um, but like Ben said, it is hot, but I'm not complaining because in northern Indiana, it's going to be over before you know it. Um, so I'm just enjoying the uh, summer. We're getting ready for the 4th of July weekend. And uh, I know that uh, in the past, uh, we're usually on the road. I don't think we've been home for a long time. But of course, uh, uh, all of our events have been canceled. In fact, I only had two left. Boom! Another one shot out of the water. Um, so we're down to one lonely event. Um, in Florida, um, but we're looking forward to a fun 4th of July weekend. Everybody's gathering at the lake. Um, hope to have hamburgers and hot dogs and watermelon and all those 4th of July things um, because it's always fun. I, I mean, I always, I, I love 4th of July weekend. It's just a great uh, family weekend, um, but it's been kind of a, a, a sad week uh, at our, maybe like a weird week uh, because last Friday, Debbie's dad or Ben's grandpa went to heaven and it was a shocker. Um, we had been praying that he would go to, um, that God would take him home. But uh, on Friday night when I, or Friday morning, when I came upstairs from my office, I heard my wife crying upstairs and I ran upstairs. And if you had asked me then, okay, three guesses what it could be. I would have never guessed. Um, and I was shocked when my wife said, uh, dad went to heaven. And uh, so we had a funeral and then a, uh, uh, a memorial service or a celebration of life service on Saturday. And it was a great time. What, what were your overall thoughts of the whole weekend, Ben? I just thought it was neat. I mean, it's always great to be with family and it's, you know, it's a shame always when it has to be like, you know, a funeral when everyone comes together, but it was just neat because we hadn't been with everyone probably in years. Uh, so that was cool. And it's always just neat to see how everyone, uh, you know, has different um, interactions with people because, you know, I always you kind of always assume your relationship with a grandparent or something is the same as everyone else's. And while there's a lot of similarities, everyone, you know, takes different things and sees different things and aspects. Uh, so I just think that was really neat to see. And um, it's just, you know, it's cool to really consider the impact someone has on your life because often you don't really take the time to do that. So I thought it was you know, it was something that you know, I'd never really done. Uh, but it's all sad, you know, it's the first grandparent on our, you know, my grandparents pass away. So it's, you know, the first kind of that generation, uh, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of sad. So, but overall I thought it was really great, you know, I had fun, but also there was some sad times, but overall I think it was a really, uh, pretty cool. And one of the cool things about it is that, you know, uh, Debbie's dad was, you know, really, um, his whole life. What are you looking at, man? I was just looking at my, my stuff's like popping out above me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking over like something, a bird is flying around. <laughs> I know, it does look um, like that. But, uh, uh, but he, uh, 
had a gift of evangelism. He always shared the gospel. And as I was telling on the celebration of life service, uh, you know, it wasn't, he was never very uh, uh, eloquent when he did it, but man, God used him to lead so many to himself. And so that's pretty cool. Uh, there was another death that happened this week. Uh, Carl Reiner died yesterday. Uh, Alan Brady of the Dick Van Dyke Show. And uh, he was 98 years old. He is he now leaves Dick Van Dyke as the, I think, sole person on that show. Uh, J uh, Richie might still be alive, but I think he's still in his room somewhere uh, <laughs> waiting for him to come out. To leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but that was kind of sad. We, I mean, because we, we are Dick Van Dyke fans at our house. I don't know if we watched tons of it when Ben was around. We watched some, but we were kind of Andy Griffith fans at the time, but we've watched Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, we watched it. I mean, just like every lunch at our house for the last six years. Um, and so we watched an episode today with uh, with uh, Alan Brady and it was it was fun. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. If you're, you know, feel like you can't find anything to watch for your family, then some of those old ones are a great thing to get back to. And I think they still hold up. I mean, you know, and yeah. hopefully your kids would as well. So, and most of them are pretty tame in general. So it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty awesome. We love them all. Well, back in those days, they didn't have, they didn't have any points, you know, right. they didn't have to share anything. I mean, rarely, I mean, they didn't try delve into, you know, touchy topics. Right. They're or, not trying to have a message necessarily. Just, yeah, exactly. It was awesome. It was awesome. Every once but in a while, hey, we're going, but huh? Oh, just every once in a while they'll have one, but it's pretty rare and it's just so refreshing. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk today um, kind of, I mean, I had so much fun last week talking about historical places that we visited. I thought maybe we'd talk about some other places, you know, because this just feels like um, field trip time, um, just travel time, and maybe even on the 4th of July weekend. So I just kind of made a list of things that maybe Ben and I could uh go back and forth again um, on favorites, you know, like, uh, you know, places that we visited and maybe some things we'd like to do um, and some other travel things. Because uh, just a few minutes ago, uh, Ben's sister-in-law, uh, who's been staying with them for about a week, um, just left their house and is making the straight drive down to Florida over whatever, a thousand miles. Um, and even though it sounds terrible and exhausting, um, there is something about hitting the road that sounds kind of fun. Um, so uh, so let's just jump right in, Ben. Um, how about your favorite zoo? Well, hopefully all these are open. Obviously, you never, you know, right now it's a little weird. But um, what my favorite probably, and it's pretty impressive, is the St. Louis Zoo probably. Uh, it's enormous. It's free. It's, I mean, it feels very well done. Uh, there is an incredible variety of animals. I think it's one of the biggest ones in the country, I think. I don't know. It may be in size-wise, but uh, it's just really impressive. And actually, my second one would be the Fort Wayne Zoo, which is actually here in our area. But it's actually incredible. I mean, it's it's rated, if you like do like top children's zoos, it's it's in the top 10 often uh, on some really large websites uh, like behind like San Diego and stuff like that. But uh, so those are my two favorite. And I love going to the zoo in general, not because necessarily the animals, but just because the atmosphere is usually fun and uh, it's fun to go with kids. But so what are your, what's you know, yours? I, I picked mine at St. Louis Zoo too for maybe the same reason. Uh, uh, for one, it was free. Um, I like free mm -hmm. um, because sometimes zoos you think, oh, you know, how much can it be? But when you take a big family, it's a lot. 
Um, and, you know, the great thing about the St. Louis Zoo, it kind of has a feeling of an old zoo at the same time. I mean, like when you go to the Serpentorium, mm -hmm. you know, and some of those is like these yeah stone buildings that look like old fashioned zoos um the way they sh were you know before they before they cared about animals and them being in like uh you know natural settings they just stuck them in a cage uh some of those spots still feel a little bit like that and i kind of like that <laughs> um and then they do have the the natural settings as well but it's a fun zoo and there's so much to do in st louis when you're there um like the st louis arch or um the city museum which i've never been to which would be one of my bucket list things um so uh so i give it a thumbs up it's easy if you have mm -hmm. an rv uh, you go to the, you just go in, you can park on the street, you can get free street parking. You could have a picnic there. Um, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a fun place. I feel like I remember, what, did we go to the Albuquerque one? We did. We went to the I feel Albuquerque. Like that one was a pretty good one. I don't, I don't remember a ton about it, but, and then the Central Park Zoo, I think was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I, but, I can barely remember. Yeah. The that was Park a smaller Zoo, one, so. but anyways, yeah. those are the top so. ones, but you did, How this one was the... hard one for me. Maybe you go first museum, but not historical, which is pretty tough because a lot of museums are historical. So if you don't go historical, there's really only a couple other kinds of museums. So what that's you true. Put? That's true. Um, and, you know, I mean, it could be historical, too. Uh, you know, like I know, like uh, uh, I, I would probably, again, pick the Indianapolis Children's Museum as one of my top favorites. Um, it's kind of a hands on lots of fun stuff. Um, I don't know what Incredible. the difference between a children's museum and a regular museum. Um, you know, we have the Chicago Science and History Museums, which are great museums too. Um, but the Indianapolis Children's Museum is, I think, the biggest children's museum in the world, um, and it's 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 yeah, top it's notch. It's insane. But I, I mean, like those kind. There's another one in St. Louis that we went to. Um, that's kind of a a sciency museum. Lots of hands-on stuff. Uh, yeah. While you're there at the zoo, it's right. Actually, it's across the street from the zoo. Well, I thought there was somewhere we went. Was it Columbus where they have a big science uh, museum right across the street from the convention center? I remember where we yes, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, yeah. Ohio had a really good one, I think. Uh, that was my second one. But the first one was the Children's Museum. Even though it's in our state, not far away, and we've been many times, it is really impressive. Uh, it is a humongous museum, and they have so many different exhibits, and they have a lot of rotating stuff. I mean, one time they had a Norman Rockwell uh, exhibit, which was really cool. They have had Star Wars ones. They had King Tut, you know, all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the area... I mean, another one that I know a lot of people always mention, I personally wasn't my favorite, but I thought it was really good, was the uh, Creation Museum. A lot of people love the Creation Museum and uh, the or in the um, the Ark, which are both not. I mean, I guess they're kind of historical. Well, I guess that would be historical, but, you know, it doesn't feel quite the same as like, uh, you know, a presidential museum or something like that. So, but yeah, so that was, I agree with those. How about uh, favorite oddity to visit? This one was hard. I needed this is the kind of thing where I need to look at like my patches and stuff. But I need to get them out. Um, I did wall drug. I think that would be an oddity. I don't know. I mean, yeah. kinda. Uh, I thought that was super cool. It's they like advertise it forever. It's not that insane, but there's you know there's a bunch of you know junk shops and stuff in it, and but it's it's pretty fun. I thought. Um, I actually really enjoy going to Pops. It's it's not really oh, old yeah. or anything, but it was a. It was like it's like basically a truck stop slash. I mean, it's basically like a restaurant slash drink soda fountain that's attached to a gas station in Oklahoma. I think it is, uh -huh. uh, but it has 
like thousands of different types of pop and you can they have you know you can get floats and all sorts of stuff but you know stuff like alien vomit you know and all those weird ones right, but right, right. Uh, i just thought it was yeah. fun it was really cool well done but i was trying to think yeah. of some other ones that were actual like uh, things you do not just like a weird statue or something like that but yeah i'm sure you have, have a lot of weird good statues answers yeah and i and i like that i kind of put because pops is on uh route 66 and it's it's in arcadia oklahoma i just looked um, but I, I like all that stuff on Route 66. Um, I just like, um, you know, like in Springfield, uh, Illinois, the birthplace of the, the, the uh, corn dog. Uh, I think it's called the Cozy Cone or, or Cozy Dog or something like that. I think Cozy Cone was in Cars. No. Um, but, uh, you know, on Route 66, you can do other things um, like the Catoosa Whale, which is a big concrete whale. And in Oklahoma, they had some big concrete, I think Oklahoma City or Tulsa, they have some big concrete uh, totem poles that some guy put in his yard. Um, uh, so there's a lot of bang for your buck, you know. Uh, in fact, you can see some things from Cars, actually, the movie, uh, where they, uh, you know, as you get out to uh, New Mexico, you get, you know, that, that jackrabbit place that says, you're here or yeah. it's here or something oh, yeah. like that. What was the, uh, what's the buried cars? That was actually kind of cool. Oh yeah. That's like a car henge or something like that. Um, it's in, I thought uh, it was called like the Chevrolet or oh, wait, the Cadillac, Cadillac something. something Cadillac, Cadillac ranch or something like that. Maybe. But yeah, there's like uh, five or six cars just buried in the ground and, uh, and you know, they're, they're sticking out. Texas. I think that's, that was pretty cool. Yep, Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. That's really cool. And, you know, those kind of things don't take very right. long, but they are fun to say, oh, yeah, I've been there. So uh, I, I, I love that stuff. And the cool I mean, thing I about like oddities is they're everywhere. You know, like there's weird stuff everywhere. I think in Indiana, there's like the world's largest ball of paint, I think, is in, isn't yeah. it? In there? Uh -huh. Or like it's in uh, Muncie, Indiana. Yeah, I so that's, I mean, I haven't seen Indiana. it, but it sounds kind of dumb, but it's an oddity, you know, and we're like, there's a. Uh, in Kokomo, which is not far from us, there's the largest tree trunk, I think, uh, or at least, yes. yeah. So and like, there's just weird that. stuff all over the place. So um, you probably, you know, do a little digging in your area, and I'm sure there's something odd. Uh, I come to find out, there's a lot of odd people out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the world's largest uh, sycamore stump. I mean, it is like uh, 57 feet around. It's 18 feet across. It's really amazing. Uh, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's in a building, um, but I'll tell you, there's a lot of cool stuff in roadsideamerica.com. Uh, I, I go there often just to see, you know, if we're heading headed to a certain mm -hmm. place to see, like, a, I guess there's in Kokomo, Indiana, there's a Coca Mantis, a 17 foot tall uh, so bug random. as well. So it kind of tells you if you're going to be in one area of things that are around the, the area as well. Well, the next one you had was favorite trails or outside activity. What'd you put down? Well, we're not a big trails family. So, you know, I know a lot, a lot of you families uh, or a lot of you like to take your families and go on hiking trails, but there've been a couple that we've done that I've really liked. I mean, probably one of the coolest ones we ever did, um, which I just thought of just right now was when we were in Arizona and we went to, I think it was called Coal Mine Canyon, I think. Canyon. Yeah, that was spectacular. Um, and I don't know how anybody would know about it because there was no one there. Um, but we went with some friends who lived in the area um, and it was near, oh, one of those mesas, like the first mesa, the second mesa, third mesa, somewhere up there near the Hopi Reservation. 
and uh, they took us out of this coal mine canyon or whatever it was called and and uh they said oh yeah you can go hiking there and there and that first drop off was like you are kidding me what are you thinking yeah, it was nuts um, but it was so much fun it was super so cool uh, another one i put down that that uh that Ben, I don't, you weren't there with us this last time we were in Hawaii. Um, there is a hiking trail in Oahu called uh, Leaky, the Leaky Leaky Trail, I think. Um, but it's super cool because it's just like you pull up your car into this church parking lot and you drive up to the top of the, or you hike up to the top of this mountain. It's a couple miles. Um, it's pretty easy trail, but I mean, it is, it feels like you're in the jungle. And what's super, super cool is like, it was the first, I think it's called the Pali or P-A-L-I, uh, Pali, I guess that's how you pronounce it, highway that went over the top of this mountain, in, oh, uh, the Leaky Leaky, whatever that is, mountain. Um, and it's like these paver stones that, and rocks that they put in there that were put in, you know, 150 years ago. And you can still see this road as it's going up there, but it's all overgrown and it's, and it's super cool. Um, so it was a lot of fun. There's a little waterfall at the, at the top of it. And, uh, it was, uh, we had a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I did. Uh, um, well, one of them would be, we mentioned this last week, the white sands is a good one. Mm. Uh, but we did mention that, but, uh, I put down, uh, Virginia beach area and really any beach I think is an amazing, that's what I would prefer to do outside. It's not really trails, but it's outdoors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Virginia beach has a lot of really cool area. Um, also some of the Florida beaches. I did also, this is close to home to us, but I think it's really cool if you ever coming up north uh, is the Indiana slash Michigan dunes. Those are actually mm -hmm. really impressive. They're huge dunes. It's a blast for kids to run up and down, tire them out. Um, I also did, uh, it's not really out, I don't know, it's kind of outdoors. I remember being like down the rocks and stuff, but what's it called? Have, uh, something Head Lighthouse and in Maine. Oh yeah, I was, yeah. Um, uh -huh. I thought that was really cool. It's beautiful. It was called the Port, Portland Headlight. Yeah, and uh, there's rocks you can climb down on. There have, there's actually, there are some trails in that area. It's just really beautiful. And then uh, on the other side, I put, uh, I think it's called the City Walk, actually in San Antonio. Um, hmm. I think that's what it was oh, yeah. called. But it's like a river area with tons of cool shops and you know restaurants and just super happening kind of place. But really fun. It's right across from the Alamo, so uh, kind of all corners of the country there. But I thought that was a really fun one. Uh, but that was pretty much all I could you think of. Other than Coal Mine Canyon, that was definitely up there. But I didn't know if anyone would ever be able to find that again. So right. I didn't put that. Yeah, I don't know either. So how about your favorite road to travel? Now, this might be hard for you because... Yeah, because, I don't remember yeah, names, um, but I did put a couple down. I actually love the uh, north toll road that goes across. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember what 80, road that 80, is. 80, 90 across the top of Indiana, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, Ohio, Pennsylvania, all the way up to Maine, really, I oh, yeah. think. But uh -huh. I just love toll roads because they have, the, they have the truck stops or whatever, the rest stops. I love those. Like, they have the food courts. It's always fun to stop in, I think. Uh, that's personally the lie. And then, obviously, my other favorite one is the Florida road. I don't remember. Is that 95? Or? Well, it depends which way you go down. 65 from Indianapolis. Okay, 65 and then down through, like, Chattanooga and all that. I just love right. that road because it's usually and the, means right, going yeah. to vacation and uh, uh -huh. you know it's just fun and yeah, as you're getting down south there's all the tourist traps and stuff and uh, it's just fun I love that one but 
Uh, You're I more the road too. guy personally, or than me. Yeah, I like 95 that goes across the east coast, the all the way from top to bottom from the east coast. Um, I, I think it's. I don't really care to go through the big cities, but you get the big cities, you can go through those, and all the way up, all over. I think right up to the tip of Maine, and uh, but then it goes down, and you go through North Carolina, which has the most beautiful highways in the whole country. I mean, uh, they are beautifully landscaped, huge beds of flowers. Mm. Um, it's fun to go through. You can stop at, uh, it should have been one of those roadside oddities, at uh, um, south of the border, uh, which is just uh, across the border from North Carolina to South Carolina. It's um, this though. huge, uh, you know, they, they're billboards for 100, 200 miles before each way, and there's hardly anything there. I mean, it used to be this big old, roadside buy souvenirs and eat hot dogs and get your picture taken by an orange gorilla uh, <laughs> but now it's just kind of run down and there's hardly anything there um, but they still have all the the uh, uh, whatever this road signs along yeah, the way it's pretty impressive um, and I also like uh, so I like I like those roads I like I, so I like the the ones you were talking about Ben that go uh, east west um, I like Highway 80 and then Highway 90, um, and then they start dropping as you go down. So Highway 70 goes all the way out across this middle of the country. But then at the bottom, I like Highway 10, which goes from the Jacksonville all the way out to, I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe to the, to the uh, Atlantic, Pacific Ocean. Um, but it goes through Louisiana, and when it goes through Louisiana, it's all on that, those... Right. Uh, whatever that through the bayou where yeah. it's all elevated highway and that's kind of fun to go through right. and it kind of touches down down by the the uh through pensacola and uh you're not far from the beach so that that's a fun road too lots of stuff goes through houston and then uh across that way as well so that's a lot of fun well favorite travel restaurant this one was easy for me i don't know you probably put this too but we're gonna put the same one so yeah. i'll let you go well, Cracker Barrel is by far my favorite. Yeah. Uh, it just feels travel-y because we always go to it after, uh, you know, a convention usually the, that night or maybe the next day or whatever. Um, but, you know, you have the shops or the shop you have, you know, we'd always get breakfast. They had the checkers. We'd always get candy sticks for like a dollar for 10 of them or whatever. We'd sit on the... the uh, um, rocking chairs and they also let rvs stay even though i don't know if we ever stayed at one maybe one time but uh so if you're Where? traveling in an rv at cracker barrel you can stay in their parking lot but it's just kind of a whole evening thing to do like it's not just run and eat and dinner and leave it felt like a fun experience you know we'd buy the old dvds that they used to have before streaming and we'd play those so i i just love the whole experience <laughs> so do i i mean there's just you know, when i was a kid i didn't even know cracker barrel offered food i just thought it was a place you went to the bathroom in because uh, we'd stop to go to the bathroom uh, but now it has become our favorite travel restaurant still is um we don't do it that often but we'll do it once or twice maybe two or three times maybe as we're out traveling um but uh, i like it for all the reasons ben said he did um uh they have great sweet tea but you know you were talking about ben we may only stayed at them once or twice you know we stay at them all the time now because uh, Walmart's getting a little more difficult to stay in and Cracker Barrel still allows you to park in their parking lots overnight. Um, so we spend a lot of nights in uh, Cracker Barrel. But, nice. Um, and, then, and then I love sitting out on the porch when it's just the sun's going down and 
you know we're usually not in a hurry just rocking on those rockers in fact i went in fact uh the other night i was in lowe's maybe and i saw they had some wooden rockers that looked like the ones on cracker barrel uh in the cracker barrel porch and i've always said one day i'm gonna buy one of those rocking chairs <laughs> but it has to be when we've had this perfect time and then i'm gonna go tonight's the night <laughs> right. i'm gonna buy one of those things and take it home so but i haven't yet still planning to uh how about your favorite travel snack you know uh or comfort food or candy um i was thinking about uh your sister-in-law going down and i was wondering if they had you know their stash of supplies um right. what do you like to take with you i don't really remember specifics i mean usually if we're driving i mean I, this isn't really a snack or candy but dr pepper is my my go-to I always <laughs> always that it's the thing that keeps me awake it's the most fun um otherwise i don't know i would do pretty much any candy usually sour patch kids but uh this last time we were driving down i tried a five hour energy and then it wore off and i uh Stopped and got like one of those cold sandwiches from the gas station, and we were just talking about this it today. Was by the so way, nasty, it like, like I was so hungry, you know, in the middle of the night, and so I stopped and I got this like roast beef and like whatever sandwich, but it was like cold and it had like soaked through the bread and made the bread just totally soggy and like i took like two bites and i was like this is terrible and so it made me nauseous so i threw that away and then i took another five hour energy drink and i had nothing food wise and so i got super nauseous during the night and uh it was it was miserable so uh, i need to find a better you know snack because otherwise it's you know i don't seem to have much so uh but yeah that's well, I'm it. surprised you didn't say because our favorite uh, by far is the cherry Twizzlers, you know, oh, yeah. the, like the, the rope kind that, that you yeah, kind of peel I off. About that. And, yeah. ropes oh, too. not the strawberry, but the, just the strawberry, the cherry ones. Those are the ones we really like. Um, and then you sometimes do nerd ropes. Those were always one of my favorites too. Yeah, those were special treats. Those I don't even awesome. know if you can find those. Yeah, anymore. I see them every once in a while, but not very, uh, not yeah, very well, frequently. I don't know. But one of the fun ones is, uh, these are kind of museums, but favorite where it's made place. So factory tours, um, tours, um, things like that. What's your favorite? Um, you know, uh, I would say probably the Corvette uh, assembly plant uh, mm -hmm. there in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, that was super cool. I think it was free. Um, but you, you want to make sure you get there on time because uh, we got there towards the very end. We almost didn't get in. And you have to be a certain age. Um, but it was super cool to go in there and seeing them basically assemble a Corvette from nothing to start to finish. And I, I think those are super cool to see that yeah. some, you know, some place, places like I know we went to Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I just imagine, you know, kind of going through Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And it was not like going through Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. It was like pretend a pretend factory, you know, because they didn't really let you go in. So but yeah but the corvette assembly plant you see the the real thing yeah that was on my my number one but um i also put the dr pepper bottling plant because that changed my life oh, yeah. um <laughs> and uh it wasn't like crazy cool but they don't really do much there anymore but it was still neat and i um, think that was in uh dublin yeah that's in dublin texas, texas. um i also think uh i was going off of that i don't remember but i think it was at the hammond candy factory Oh yeah, I thought that, that was, was in, really uh, cool. I mean, they make you know, you're just like Denver, Colorado, super want candy afterwards because it's incredible to watch. Um, and then also, I think the uh, the mint was pretty cool. The one we went to in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that was super cool. Uh, really that was like pretty that. cool. And, and we uh, also went. I don't know if you went with us, Ben, but we also went to the 
the mint in Philadelphia, they make uh, metal money, I mean, coins. Um, but the, I think it was called the paper place actually, or the money place in in Dallas, I think, where they Bureau make the paper money. Printing, I think, right? That was really cool too. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the I went there. So. Or something. Really? I thought it was the Bureau of Engraving and Printing or something. Yeah, but I think they called it something. I don't remember. But yeah, I I think we went there. But so there was a lot of good ones, I feel like. Um, I was Um, just talking to my my father-in-law and he was saying the Lays, uh, which would be cool. And I haven't been there, but or also Kellogg's, I think he said is really cool. But we haven't done either of those, I don't believe. And I'd like to. The food ones are really impressive a lot of times because they're, you know, massive and everything. But there's a lot of those factory tours. You know, some of them I've heard have stopped doing tours, but... Yeah, um, which is a bummer. But yeah, uh, one of the ones I really liked too was the hers uh, plant. H e r r s. It's in oh, yeah. uh, Pennsylvania. They, uh, they make potato chips and pretzels. Oh, yeah. They make those peanut butter filled pretzels. Um, but it was cool to watch all that. And then another one we went to. I think Ben, you were out in the RV studying. Uh, was the um, Oh, I just went Briar right. or uh, not Briar. Bronze. Uh, what's it? Bronze. Brahms. Bronze. Uh, this is a um, a ice cream Oklahoma chain. ice cream place where, the, but it's a giant farm where they basically go from cows to making the ice cream and the the cone, the waffle cones, and um, you get to see it all, and they give you even some samples at the end. But it was a super. What I like about some of those tours is that there aren't a hundred people in line with mm-hmm. you. You know, there was, I think our family and they took us out and they, we saw where all the cows right. lived and then we went to inside and, uh, I just think that's super, super fun. All right. I just want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums and their newest version of the curriculum is better than ever. And you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes some of the stress and responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily share their learning and you can check in on the progress. If you know someone who's considering homeschooling, send them on over to teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial and to check out a sample lesson. Okay, the last one. Um, how about if you go anywhere right now, you know, what's on your bucket list, places you'd like to go or see? Um, I'm thinking U.S., but I mean, I guess you could go anywhere. Um, but I'm sticking to the U.S. just because I thought that you know is kind of what we've been talking about. Um, I would say the redwood forest. I'd really like to see. Uh, that is really high up on my list just because I think it would be incredibly impressive, uh, and everyone always raves about it. Um, I think it'd be cool to go to Alaska. I know Dad went a few years ago just because it's one of those states that I probably not get to otherwise. But it would be neat to just see. Um. And I've heard a lot of people actually mention, this is one I just kind of thought of, the Grand Tetons. I've actually heard a lot of people hmm. uh, mention that, but that wasn't really high on my list, but I just thought about it. But then there's another one. It's uh, it's called the, um, I can't remember what the actual name of it. I think it's the Confederate History Museum, uh, but it has like everything Civil War and it's, I can't remember. It's been torn down. Yeah, probably. I think it's in, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I think it's in like Georgia or or uh, maybe South Carolina, something like that. But I've always wanted to go just because, like, if you ever see a picture in a book and it's like has a famous artifact, it's probably there. So, uh, but that's a little bit smaller one. But Redwoods for sure would be my top of my list probably at the moment. 
What about you? Know, you? I, and I, uh, well, uh, I've not seen the Redwoods. I would like to see the Redwoods. Um, you know, uh, I should have mentioned one of those fun places to go to is the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, that is pretty spectacular. Um, and really, I, I love California. Um, one of those oddities I thought was super cool. Um, I, I love all of California or the L.A. I love Burbank, that old uh, Hollywood. You know, it was I was there with my son, Sam, and but I had the day by myself and I walked all the way to the top of the hall behind the Hollywood sign by myself, um, which is a super cool thing to do up in Griffith Park. Um, it, it's a super fun thing to do. Um, and there are some other things like that. But one of my bucket lists is I, and if I could go anywhere right now, I would go to the beach. I don't right. care. Even if it's closed, I'd go to the beach. Um, but uh, I'd like to go to Key West um, only <laughs> for one reason. It isn't because I you know, want to experience Key West because I've heard it's not always a super great, nice family place. Um, but I want to go stand it by that monument that is the lowest place in the United States. Um, and have my picture taken by it, and then I'll leave. <laughs> uh, I know that's weird, um, but I just like that. I like to go to those places. I know I had we had a friend, Pete Hartman, um, who, when he was traveling out, he lived in uh, New York at the time, but when they were traveling out to the Midwest, he wanted to stop at all the Great Lakes and get a sample of a jar of water and I, from each lake, and I thought, that's my kind of dad. That's what I love. So um, those are the things I'd like to do. But here, here's the deal, um, you know, and the reason I want to wanted to talk about them because I just wanted to, again, wet your whistle. We talked about last week. But you know what? These places, you won't get to these places if you don't plan to go. Um, I remember somebody saying, well, you know, we've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, but it's a long way away. And and I'm like, well, you know, you're not getting any younger. Gas is not getting any cheaper and, and the Grand Canyon is not getting any closer. Uh, so you better do it now because you're going to run out of time. Um, because I know there are worse things than not being able to go to the Grand Canyon or the Hare's Potato Chip Place or, you know, seeing and getting your picture taken by the Key West Monument. Um, but what a great thing to take your family and make a memory. Because I'll tell you, those are the things that they talk about when you are gone. Not because going to the Key West Monument is such a big deal. But I think somehow they tie that with other things. So they think about doing it with their dad. They think about what dad believes. They think about what's important. They think about family. And I think those things are eternal. So totally. And maybe even if, you know, next time uh, you, you know, drive home to see your family and they're a couple states away or something like that, maybe use that roadside uh, America website or something similar and see what's on the way and just make yourself stop even if it's for 20 minutes or something like that because you know there's a lot of places along the roads often but usually people are in such a hurry they don't take the time to ever stop and see those things but uh they're you know they can be a great way to make a memory and i would not ever also worry about kids being too young or things like that because like yeah they may not remember um specifically you know everything about it but they'll remember the feeling and it will you know i think those like early memories as a kid even if it's not specifically memory they build kind of it helps build their personality and who they are you know just like the feeling of family early and i think that's really important so and i will tell you too if there are any dads listening which i can't believe there are uh but if there are dads i'm gonna put the pressure on you to take the lead on this because i know there are a lot of times where We'll be somewhere and I'll say, hey, there's a 
oh, I was going to say plantation. Can I say plantation anymore? Uh, there's a <laughs> plantation not. house over here. And they're like, well, we don't want to go. Well, we don't care about a dumb house. And, you know, if, if, if we don't make it happen, they won't have those experiences. Um, because, you know, kids never want to go do everything. I remember when we went to see the Statue of Liberty. We were all the way there. And, you know, you have to make, take the little boat ride across. And we're sitting on the shore, and I can remember Ike saying, "Why do we have to go there? I can see it from here." <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was only like you know that tiny, and and I'm like, because we came all the exactly. way here, you're gonna go <laughs> do it, you know, because yeah, it's our job to push those memories right in their head, and they'll thank you someday. Hey, we're out of time. Um, I was gonna just give you a little heads up that um, I'm super excited because we've been working on a project. Maybe you can see it right here. Um, can you see it? Uh, it's the uh, Smiling Homeschooler Daily Calendar. Um, 365 Reasons to Smile. Um, it's a little flip calendar. This is just the cover, of course. Um, but we're starting to put them together. Uh, we've got them all back from the printer. Um, but you're going to want to make sure you get yours. It's not available yet, um, but it's going to be. I'm super excited. It's got quotes, things, just a, you know, a daily reminder to help you smile, to remind you of the truth of why you homeschool your kid. Um, so those will be available soon. Um, so mom, have a great uh, 4th of July. Play hard, lay out in the sun. Don't get overwhelmed by the details. Doesn't matter. Just enjoy your kids. Maybe go on a, a family adventure. And don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Smiling Homeschooler. Hopefully this summer you were able to make some great memories with your family. Also, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. They make this all possible, and we encourage you to go over to teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial and check them out. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. Surprise.